This is the Self Development Podcast, episode number 12. Hey there, welcome to the podcast all about personal growth, pursuing goals, and becoming a better version of yourself. I'm your host, Leon Oscar Kidando, and in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to overcome the temptation to give up on pursuing your goals. Now, when we decide to pursue significant goals, the truth is that we can never really be fully prepared for what lies ahead. Although we may sometimes try our best to figure out the types of challenges we should expect, we usually are met with surprises. The challenges come in all shapes and sizes, attacking us physically, mentally, financially, emotionally. And they can be so tough that they cause us to consider not continuing with the rest of the pursuit that we should give up and quit. I feel for the struggler. People like you and me that are simply trying to improve our lives even by just a small amount. We sometimes have to face dragons just to add an extra $500 a month to our net income stream. We have to scale mountains just to move from a one-bedroom apartment to a two-bedroom apartment. We have to swim an entire ocean just to move up the corporate ladder. We have to do so much sometimes just to make very little progress. No wonder a large majority of people quit on their goals. They ask themselves if it's really worth the struggle. Now, I cannot speak for everyone with what I'm about to say, but personally, I no longer believe in settling for a life that is less than what I desire. Why should I accept a reality where it's okay for someone to live the life of their dreams while I settle for less than what I desire? Why can't I have the life I want just like the other guy? These are questions I asked myself at one point. Questions that kept me up all night for a long time. I mean, I really, really thought about this. I wondered what about me made me so different from those who managed to pursue and attain more successful lives. I was obsessed with finding out why people succeeded while others failed to attain success, even if they both came from similar situations in life. But I gave myself one challenge, that if I did find the truth, the real facts behind why some get ahead while others don't, and if that information was practical and doable, that I myself would pursue my own success without excuses. I'm not sure if you got what I just said, so I will say it in this way. If I found out the truth about why some succeed while others fail, and how those people pursued their goals successfully, then I would use that same information on myself to also find my own success no matter what. Now, I'm not naive. I know that there's false information and wrong assumptions and strategies of how people succeed. But like I said, I was determined to search for the truth, tried, tested, practical information about how that man or that woman rose from humble beginnings to the status of success they now enjoy. Fortunately, I did find the truth. And in today's episode, I want to talk about just one 
of those many important truths that I learned about how some succeed while others fail. Here it is. Every single person who intentionally attained and maintained success never gave up. The opposite of intentional is accidental. So every person that intentionally pursued their goals and succeeded, and then they intentionally maintained that success, could never have given up. Winners never quit, and quitters can never win. So seeing as how this truth is very important in the development of a more successful life, I now want to share with you five strategies to help you not quit on your most important goals. Number one, stop and take a break. If you're like me, you work a lot. And if you're like the old me, you overdo it to the point where it makes you ineffective. The worst time to make important life decisions is when you are exhausted and burnt out because you will most likely have mental fatigue. When your mind is tired, you are unable to do your best work and don't always make the best choices. You might come across a challenge and think it's an impossible one to overcome, but the truth is that it might be that you're tired and do not have the mental energy to properly process the challenge in front of you. This can very easily lead to you deciding to quit on your pursuit because at that moment, when you're mentally tired, the challenge looks impossible. If only you would have taken a good night's rest and tackled the challenge when you were fresh and fully energized in the morning. This is why athletes and high performers in general prefer to do their best work or workouts first thing in the morning. They know they can get more out of themselves than, say, at midnight. If you feel like giving up on your pursuit, assess whether you have been spending too much time trying to make progress towards it to the point you are overworking yourself and feel exhausted. And another thing, sometimes you can cause mental fatigue by seeing and working on the same thing day in and day out for months. You need to travel a bit, stretch your legs, or even pause the project for a while, come back to it in a week or two. You'll be surprised how this can be very effective. I do this a lot when working on video games. I start projects, then because making games is such a long process, I eventually stop, put the project on hold, and work on other things. Months later, I resume the project with almost renewed interest. It's like I have that initial excitement to be working on a project all over again. Except this time, I'm not really starting from scratch. So learn to rest. Number two, remind yourself why you are doing this. Before you decide to quit on pursuing your goals, remind yourself why you even began pursuing those goals in the first place. If you're pursuing success in business because you ultimate, your ultimate goal is financial freedom, remind yourself of that. Ask yourself, what's the alternative? to not having that financial freedom that you seek? Is the alternative a better, more fulfilling life with long-term happiness? This will cause you to reconnect, especially emotionally, with what is important to you and your life. We sometimes feel forced to quit because of some short-term issue. 
That is just so wrong. Get that short-term issue out of your head and remember the long-term goal. You should not be one who easily who is easily influenced by short-term discomfort. Quitting has a way of bringing short-term relief to an uncomfortable short-term situation. But later on, that discomfort will come back after you have quit and it will remind you why you had decided to pursue your long-term goals in the first place. This is the formula for generating and piling up regret. Don't do this to yourself. It can lead down a path of long-term unhappiness if you are not careful. Always remind yourself of what's important. Focus on the long term. Number three, reevaluate your plans and prioritize. You need to reflect regularly. Reflection is a way of checking up on yourself and your goals. Are you in the right state of mind? Are you emotionally okay? Or are you being overwhelmed by some negative emotion? Are you making progress towards your goals or are you just working like an unconscious machine? Some people give up on their goals for reasons that they don't know other than the fact that they just don't feel like it anymore, like they just should just stop. They do not address or try to identify the underlying issue. Instead, they blame the pursuit itself. So they quit, thinking they have solved the problem. It's like dropping a bomb to kill a fly. Don't always trust that you know what you are doing or that what you're doing is the right type of work that will bring you closer to your goals. Maybe you need to reevaluate your game plan. Keep the goal, but revise the tactics. There are a number of ways you can do this. Also, another thing that I've realized is a problem is priority management. People don't admit that they're bad at prioritization. Some keep changing priorities every other day, keep starting different projects every other day, giving less attention to the other projects. Then they wonder why projects that they start never get far. You cannot distribute your attention across 10 different things at once and expect them to succeed in good time or at all. Someone else who is focused on just one thing and keeps focus on it day in and day out will eventually finish faster and end up with a higher quality result. This has been scientifically proven. Multitasking is a myth. Having your attention spread across multiple interests will eventually lead to this one annoying situation. You have six things you initially started. You make about 20 to 40% progress across all of them. You then realize that deadlines and demands and money and so many other things are riding on these projects. So what do you do? You decide to drop some of the projects. It makes sense, right? No, it does not. What happens is that you have essentially flushed actual work down the toilet, wasted resources and valuable time. Even if you got to 30% in one project and 70% on another and 25% on yet another, saying that you will drop the 25% one just so that you can be efficient is not efficient. You have spent 25% which you cannot get back. That is wasted energy. Imagine if that energy, that 25% was used to help the 70% project. 
and that 30% was also used to help the 70% project. What ends up happening is that you begin to think that it's the projects that you're working on and not you that are the problem. You don't blame yourself, you blame the pursuit. And if you get overwhelmed, you eventually quit. Then there are those who don't know how to prioritize at all. They say they want success, but the first thing on their minds when they wake up in the morning has nothing to do with their success or their goals. If it's a weekend with an event, the mind is preoccupied with that event. Such people don't realize how they are slowly phasing out their goals to the point where even if they have free time to work on their goals, it's just not important enough for them to, you know, bother themselves. So they procrastinate and come up with all sorts of excuses. Do not do this to yourself. Learn to always evaluate your pursuit and learn to always prioritize like an achiever. Number four, seek knowledge, answers, and relatable people. When you get to a point where you are thinking of quitting because of a challenge that seems impossible to overcome, first ask yourself how well you understand the challenge in front of you. Because why jump to the conclusion that you cannot overcome that challenge? The truth is that you might have no idea what the challenge is all about. It's just foreign to you, something you've never dealt with before. Maybe someone else has dealt with it. Maybe, just maybe, they figured out how to overcome it. Okay, I'm kidding. People have faced it. People have figured out how to overcome it. There's nothing special about the challenges you face when pursuing a goal or better life. You are not the first, second, or even 50th human to have faced such a challenge. So find out how someone else managed to overcome it. This is the one most important reason why I tell people to read books on succeeding in their industry. Why waste time figuring out things that have been long figured out by others in the same industry? To me, this idea of pursuing success without books in hand in today's world is insane. I read a book on pursuing success in the ride-sharing space, specifically how Uber became a success. Then one day I met with a fellow software developer who was talking about getting into that same space, you know, to develop a ride-sharing application that was a bit more local. I suggested that they read the book on how Uber became a success, but they declined. I was in shock. So I asked, okay, then what's your plan? He then began to describe a plan that was mentioned in the book, a plan that failed. The book broke down the exact reasons why that plan failed, pinpointing obstacles that are not obvious in the beginning, and then suggested a much better workaround or a much better plan. Fortunately, he heard me after we talked more about it and I was able to get him the book. But the point is, reading books is a tactic, a business strategy. It is not just for leisure or abstract knowledge. It is for practical knowledge based on people with practical experience, meant for people like you and me with none of the two. I mean, the experience we have as people trying to succeed is limited compared to the knowledge and experience that people who have succeeded have. 
Anyway, I could spend a whole day talking about the advantages of reading uh, books as a success strategy. Moving on, number five, work harder. Nothing worth having ever comes easy, especially not a better life. A person that gives up on pursuing their goals because they do not want to put in the work of building a better life is no different from the person that gives up on trying to develop a healthier body because they don't want to exercise regularly, stick to proper diet, and develop healthier life choices. History will show you that many of the people that managed to achieve much in their lifetimes were people who typically did more than the average person. They worked while others were busy doing activities not related to their goals or helping them get ahead. While they were up till midnight or two in the morning, everyone else was already in bed by eight or nine. And you might be thinking, but hey, didn't you just talk about taking a break and not overworking yourself? Yes, but that doesn't apply to lazy people or those who are not ready to put in the work. Why would I suggest rest for a person who is clearly not tired or burnt out from working on their goals? Disengage from this idea that you can trick your way to a more successful life. That all you need is one idea, one person, one loan, and your dream will work out. Read about people that have tried that. It never ends in success. There are no lazy high achievers. The people who succeed know things. They have skills, knowledge and skills that they developed for years while others were using the same time to scheme their way to the top. You can waste years and even decades of your life not developing any sort of useful skill. Why? Because someone else can do it. You just need to ride on their talents and skills. There are just some people who don't realize how they cripple themselves by not working on themselves. They create dependencies on other people, not realizing that they are not in control of those dependencies. All success stories of today and moving forward, especially success stories with humble beginnings or from scratch, are and will be the result of one or more people coming together and giving all their best effort. There is no such thing as a lazy high achiever. Maybe you've noticed this, but the requirements needed to become successful keep piling up. People who are finding success are people who aren't just skilled at doing one particular thing these days. Movies are no longer being made by studios with tens or hundreds of people. They're being made by four guys. Some of the best-selling video games today aren't being developed by companies that have offices and skyscrapers with hundreds of employees working on a game for seven years. They are being developed by college graduates who spend two years working on every aspect of the game themselves and working from an apartment. In music, before, you needed a record label to attain massive success because the labels would do the distribution, the marketing, the financing. But today, an artist is learning how to market themselves and distribute their own music. They are raising funds on their own when they're not in the recording studio. Bottom line, get into the habit of working hard if you aren't already there. 
And that's where I'll end today. I hope this made sense to you and has helped you in any way. Maybe you needed to hear that. Maybe someone you know needed to hear that or needs to hear that. Head over to kidando.net to leave a comment for this episode. Tell me what you think and if you have strategies of your own to help fight the temptation to quit on your goals. The last episode, the episode where I answered listener questions um, on personal development, it was received well. Turns out so many folks could relate to what my friends were going through, my, the friends who asked me the questions. Obviously, this means that I will be doing a lot more of this. So if you have a question on self-development or just want to start a conversation, send me a message in the comments section for this episode over at kidando.net. Send me a message on social media. My handle is kidando or write me an email, leon at kidando.net. I'm grateful for you spending this time with me. I always appreciate it. Wishing you a great rest of the day or evening. Remember to always make progress and not excuses. Bye now.